It was jumping. It's Jim Brunzel. Jim Brunzel. Remember when you were killing Jim Brunzel still sitting in like his bees costume? So Yo, you care. like seventy five now? I love bees. They Pot. sting you and shit. It's great. You use the your mask out and confuse yep. people. This is all going in the front of the podcast. Guaranteed. You get emotional. You sting them too. It's like I switch my emotions out to guard myself from people, and you so guys I'm like can a bee. Mask. Yo, are you a real bee? Uh. I'm more like a bumblebee though. <laughs> If you actually appear, Doc, he really doesn't know. <laughs> I love that we're recording this right now. I love Yo, all jump of this. Yo, you a human being or like an insect or some shit? <laughs> He's all from the Bronx, right? Oh, God. I don't know if I'm ever gonna... gonna forget Eddie Kingston really Ooh. not believing if Jim Brunzel or else is, <laughs> is a real or not. What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and, and, and Uncle Cuz, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just bringing stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. Today's topic: Prime Time Wrestling. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you hook us up with a follow on Instagram at OW2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? Guys, why are we talking about the legacy of primetime wrestling? Should be fun. Are you serious? What? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Partner. 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 Are you serious, partner? We are, uh, you know, we talk about superstars. That was like the original show that hooked me in WWF. It was their syndicated television wrestling challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Saturday, uh, Saturday and Sunday wrestling. Yeah. But my grandfather um, had cable and I didn't have cables before I got my big UFO satellite dish. And uh, well, my we're so old. It, we're talking about not having it. cable and people are streaming now. It's so wild. Right. Oh yeah. It's like all easily available now. And, but he, so he had right. USA back then. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know what cable was like back then at that age. I just knew we watched WWF uh, every Saturday morning on Channel 11 uh, out here in Southern California. It was Fox 11. I don't know. It was a different stations everywhere around the country. Um, or I'd watch Wrestling Challenge on Sundays. So that's all I knew. And then my grandpa's like, oh, I recorded some wrestling for you. One of them was a Clash of the Champions. And with that, when I first kind of saw WCW, and I'm like, holy shit, like there's another wrestling promotion. Are you kidding me right now? Can I, can I, can I just pause there for a moment that? There's there's four of us on this podcast, and I don't think anybody's uncle, dad, grandma, anything other than just said, "Hey, I found some wrestling, and I, and recorded, I recorded it for you." you. Yes, that's well, yeah, love, so, man. Well, no, that's my grandpa, love, bro. my grandpa loved say? to record shit in general. And when my mom told him, "Oh, he watches wrestling now or whatever," like he was like, "So he must have just been one of the cable channels." Oh, there's wrestling on this day, and happened to be on a popular night that we know that's of now awesome. on Monday night. Uh, which we know now is Monday Night Raw night, but this was not Monday Night Raw. This was primetime wrestling. So my grandpa gave it to me, and I watched the Clash of the Champions. I want to say, uh, when did I first? I, I think it was 1990, because I remember the Clash of the Champions was Ric Flair defending the title against Junkyard Dog, and it was the 
the Clash wow. of Champions before Sting beat Flair. So I knew that was around that time. And he gave me another tape and he was like, oh, here's another one. I think this is the WWF. And I said, okay, what? WWF on cable? What? And then it was primetime yeah. wrestling. And it was house show matches. And I love house show matches. I love bullshit matches. And they had such fucking gems on there. I mean, they had the big yeah. stars and they talked about the big stars. But they, I would watch, it would be like uh, Kato from, uh, you know, Kato and Tanaka, you know, uh, against. Uh, Orin Express, yeah. Uh, yeah, or yeah, it would be just him by himself, not yeah, the Orin Express, against fucking yeah. uh, Jim Powers. And I'd be fucking mesmerized because you never got, you always saw the prelims lose. They're, and they're, so, like, they're, I'm not yeah. saying they're, they're, they're working, they're working the talent so more competitive than superstars, but not quite yes. paper matches. Yeah. Or it'd be Iron Mike Sharp against somebody, and they would have like a 15 minute match. And I loved it. And I just got to see, like, you got to see house show shit, and you got to see stuff that you didn't normally see on their syndicated program. It was to me, it was raw, which is fucking hilarious yeah. that what it became. It was, to your point, like, raw, yes. it was raw before raw. Yeah. When yeah. we were at WrestleMania, we had a morning where we were really hungover and we put on primetime <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, uh, I like thank Easter. God. Thank God you Easter's won't... my favorite. You get a dozen eggs and you're done. I thought Thanksgiving was your favorite. Let's go to Special Delivery Jones and Iron Mike Sharp in the Boston Guard. Let's go to the Halloween either. This match is one fall with a 20-minute time limit. First from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, weighing 279 pounds, Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> Canada's greatest athlete. Everybody knows that. Yes. When we were all and, together. Uh, and so that's, that's when I fun. started to see, because it was Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan, so that's what I grew up to know. And uh, so he taped a few of them for me, and then when we got our massive satellite dish later that year, um, I started watching primetime wrestling. And um, I still watch Superstars, because that's where they led their storylines and all that stuff when Superstars Wrestling Challenge. Sure. But um, I thought, I thought uh, <laughs> primetime was amazing. And uh, Dave's going to read awesome. on here. Uh, that's yeah, why I chose go. this because I was like, why don't we talk about shows that kind of touched us? You know, I could do superstars. I could do wrestling challenge, but people don't n remember that before raw, it was primetime wrestling. That was the Monday night USA time slot that raw still, I still to this day. I, I, I still, I still have to point out the fact that someone in justice family heard that he liked wrestling and went out of their way to record several that's sessions. My grandpa, of primetime my, grandpa my grandpa yeah. and cousin's grandpa was I mean, an amazing person. I'll, all I'm saying is that's, that's pretty that's pretty dope, and I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna burn that into my memory because that's that's a cool story. Um, but WWF Primetime Wrestling is a professional wrestling television program that was produced by the World Wrestling Federation. It aired on the USA Network from January 1st of '85 all the way to January 4th of 1993. A precursor to Monday Night Raw, Primetime Wrestling Shit. was a two. I didn't hour know it went that long. Right, Sorry. it's a long time. A uh, weekly program that reached, uh, featured stars of the World Wrestling Federation. The program featured wrestling matches, most of which were compelled from WWF house show matches. Like I said, they're testing people out, seeing what they can do. Um, <clears throat> premiering on January 1st of 85, the original hosts of Primetime were Jesse Ventura and Jack Reynolds. Who? I don't remember Jack Reynolds. There. I don't remember that dude at all. I don't either. Happy New Year and welcome to Primetime Wrestling, right here on the USA Cable Network. This is your host, Jack Reynolds, and I welcome you to the superstars of the world of professional wrestling, the best from the World Wrestling Federation. With me the, uh, is my co-host, the one and only Jesse the Body Ventura. Pleasure to be here, Jack. The pleasure's yours and all the people out there on the USA Network. 
And for those of you that are wondering, TNT will now be seen on Fridays. That's cool. Well, Have you ever seen a moment until, of the he, show with he, him? He did last until July 9th of same year, and then Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop Will you replace serious? him? Jack Reynolds, um, get out of here. As Ventura goes horse. <laughs> Jack Reynolds. Jack Reynolds, would you be serious? Yeah. I just hit him in the gluteus maximus. <laughs> yeah, so he goes to uh, the, the week after the July 9th, 1985 episode. Uh, Bobby Heenan made his first appearance on Monsoon's co-host uh, April 28th of 86 and officially replaced Ventura on the June 30th set of uh, same year for the actual recording that uh, that went to television. Uh, the Best Remembered Primetime format featured Heenan and Monsoon Got that introducing right. taped, straight-up tape mm-hmm. matches and analyzing them afterwards. So they would They would literally talk about these matches as they're watching a recording. That's what they would do. They weren't I mean, to my understanding, they weren't actually at the live events most of the time for the house. No, shows. they were not at all. Actually. No, they, they had like a so window yeah. of the TV screen that opened when the match started. It would zoom in on there. So like wild. they were in a studio it, and in the, the, the they're, screen. They're, but they're watching up. them in Stanford, right? I mean, essentially. Yeah, and but they wouldn't sure commentate they, yeah. over it. Yeah, exactly right. And Monsu would obviously take the babyface approach, sometimes neutral position. Heenan went on shamelessly cheering on the heels especially members of his own Heenan family, which was always fun. The chemistry between Monsoon and Heenan made the show popular with fans. The, ba- the banana phone? Yeah, the <laughs> banana phone. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was not considered one of their primary shows for WWF for most of the history, many, esser- many other wrestling programs produced by WWF and other companies would attempt to copy the formula with varying degrees of success. But I, I got to stop right here. We this is what we grew up on. Like we would watch Heenan and Monsoon dig into each other, and we didn't know that afterwards. Like they're like, "Oh, that was great. Let's go get a drink." Well, they were, they were like other. virtually best friends, I think. Like in like yeah, hundred percent. There was they so, so they much left fun. the breaks in there when they would break. Like Monsoon would belly laugh all the time because <laughs> Heenan was being just fucking yeah. ridiculous. Like, and they'd leave it if in there were. because it worked. Like he would just well, be attacking on, Heenan on satellite. Just could you Wait, see you it live? Stop. Would you see the tapes? They because they wouldn't edit out on the satellite at all, or. No, I mean, it wasn't like raw footage. Like, they didn't do it live, okay. like, from there. It was all pre-taped. And even their interaction was pre-taped. But you but... watch it after. I was just... Because, yeah. well, on satellite, you never know what you're going to see. It was just like a one-take thing yeah. where, like, you just... Yeah. Gorilla they, would just, It was just not like... worth the second take because Monsoon would be laughing, but he could also... Like, what are you play doing? Off, like, I'm laughing at this idiot here. What are you here, doing? You know, exactly. I love yeah. that. You, wanna, you actually want to talk to somebody What do you on think I've been dialing for? Of course I want to talk to her. Hello. Why don't you try Can this? You hear this? You want to talk to somebody? You have to put this inside the telephone. You want to? Never ceases to amaze me the intelligence of Bobby the Brain Heenan. Look at that! Someone's been messing with my phone here unbelievable. now. Unbelievable! This is the cheapest phone I've ever seen in my Not life. Real. Now wait a minute. Can I get a decent phone? Here's I don't have to ask. You Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, somebody give me a decent phone. That's all I ask. Now I've got to put this thing together. Uh, the Russo brothers' fantastic victory over the Dream Team. The Don't telephone was a big victory over... Yeah, there was one time where he, he's I don't like, remember what he what did. What are you doing? He picked up the banana phone and the cord fell out, so Hina just kept talking on it, and Monsoon was losing his shit. He was just laughing so hard. And he was like, what are you doing, brain? And like that, he's like, I'm on the phone, please. And Heenan very well knew the cord fell out. He's like, can you keep it down? And Monsoon was just belly laughing, and they left it in, and I think that's glorious. Like, I think that, like, 
primetime wrestling gets forgotten because of stuff like that. And like, <laughs> they would just talk about matches and Bobby Heenan would come back and he'd be like, well, brain looks like your charge. Hercules had a tough night. And he was like, I don't want to talk about it. That damn referee, Joey Morella, knowing full well that Joey Morella was Gorilla Monsoon's son, by the way, in real life, he'd be like that Joey Morella. He can't even count to three. And he's like, oh, Heenan, would you stop? He's like, you know that monsoon. You know that Joey Morella's an idiot. And like he would just and Monsoon would be like, oh, like and you would just see him try to hold on. It was just so good. Like it was talking to my kid, bro. It was wonderful. Like it was just it was all wonderful. Like it was just great. Oh, all of it was great. So good. Although primarily a studio-based program, Primetime would occasionally go on the road and tape its segments from various occasions. I'm sorry, various locations. Examples included uh Bush Gardens, Trump Plaza, the CM Tower. Don't remember towns. any of that. I remember when they would do on location stuff. They run a movie set one time too, and Heenan was supposed to be like the lead villain in a uh, uh, western. So after every match, they'd come back and just do a stupid skit, and he would always get. That's shit what I'm saying. Like it had, it had nothing to do with the wrestling, right? It just it was all about. He fell in manure, with like Bobby yeah. and yeah, Bobby and and, uh, and Gorilla, which is so fun. Uh, Heenan and Monsoon co-hosted primetime from '86 to '91. Friday Piper replaced Heenan briefly in the summer of 89 during the period. <laughs> Come on, man. Over the last half hour of primetime. The Bobby Heenan show. show. The fucking Bobby Heenan show. They didn't tell the network. Bruce Pritchard said we didn't tell the network. So they had two hours blocked for primetime. The last half an hour, they would give it to the Bobby Heenan show. They did an intro and everything. Because Piper came back That's and Heenan's awesome. like, I don't like Piper. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to do my own show. And so he would come in from via satellites on the other side with a brand new set. It's the Bobby Heenan show. I'm going to be the last half an hour. I don't remember how long they did it, but the network finally called Vince and said, what the fuck are you doing? We didn't yeah. approve a second show. And he's like, it's prime time. He's like, it's not. You introduce it as the Bobby Heenan show. You have a separate beginning. And <laughs> they, separate they had a full on different open for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so they had to stop doing it because the network's like, mm, bullshit. No, like you're not fucking doing that. So they made a half an hour show called and, the Bobby Heenan bombed. show. Alfred Hayes, and this is The Bobby Heenan Show. Bobby is a gentleman whose personal charm is only exceeded by his mercurial wit. His ability to ad-lib knows no other equal. He is indeed the prince of verbal perfection, and without doubt, the one and only star of The Bobby Heenan Show. I have the profound joy to introduce Bobby Heenan. Alfred, you've done it again. It did bomb, totally but like it was fucking hilarious. Like it was just yeah. great. Like it was just great what he did. And uh, because yeah, of the- all that, P- Piper's final episode was the Christmas 1989 episode where he attacked Heenan for I'll dressing bad. like Santa and badmouthing the Christmas season, <laughs> insulting kids. So- I, re- I, re- I remember that. Like, I remember the Santa vividly. one too. I remember yeah. they kicked off the Terry yeah. Taylor and um, Brooklyn Brawler feud on this thing. And that's when uh, Monsoon got struck. And so he, like, went, Terry Taylor was the guest on or whatever, and it was right after he left Bobby Heenan. And Bobby Heenan's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to put it there. Let's put it there. And Terry Taylor's like, I'm not shaking your hand, weasel. He's like, Terry. Terry. And so he shook his hand, and then the brawler came in and hit Terry Taylor over the back with something he had. I don't know if it was a trophy or something. And then he hit Monsoon. And so Monsoon goes... Would you be and he fucking bumped? It was great <laughs> well, and hilarious. Would you be and, uh, oh. uh Brooklyn Brawler slammed Terry Taylor on the filing cabinet. There was a filing cabinet randomly there. Why not? 
And so, like, he slammed him on it. And the next week, oh, I finals? don't think I ever laughed harder because Bobby Heenan came on and he was so uncomfortable. And he was like, I didn't mean for you to get hurt. And he was like, Bobby, you've crossed the line. And he was like, and the whole episode, <laughs> they were mad at each other. But Heenan was so fucking funny because he was trying to break Monsoon the entire time. But Monsoon had to be mad because he got hit. Uh-huh. He's like, you crossed the line, Bobby, when you hit me. You physically had to... He's like, I didn't hit you. They're just having The and Brawler did, and he gets excited. Do you know what kind of trouble you're in with the World Wrestling Federation, with the USA Network? You're this close, brain, to being unemployed. You know that? You're not off the hook by a long shot. I apologized to you. You apologized. You apologized last week to somebody here, didn't you? But that was different. Yeah. I never meant for you... Just another one of your scams, wasn't it? I never meant for you to get hurt. Another one of your flim-flam... See what I got here, brain? Let's go to a match. Piper coming on was funny because he'd fuck with Heenan all the time. He's like, you stop it, man. Like that. And like, he'd be like, Piper, stop it you... now. And he'd look at Monsoon. He's like, you keep him away from me. And he's like, I can't do anything. You both are sitting next to each other. And he's like, I keep him away from me. And he would just keep turning or whatever. And it was Piper was great and everything. Piper said a really awesome thing about Heenan when he died on a side note. Um, he said, uh, you know, people always say that I was really good on the mic. But he was like, honestly, when I was on screen with Heenan, he made me look like the dumb blonde. And like I was like, God damn, that's like great. Like that's a great statement to say because that's how good Heenan was. And like Heenan had to be that foil. You know, if you bring Piper on top of that, another face with Monsoon, Heenan was so strong. He's like, I don't give a shit. Like I'll improv over all these guys. It doesn't matter. Like, and so it was so and Heenan it, was it, so good. Breaks are all laughing their ass off because they're oh yeah. Fun. Like, it was just great. It was great times. And then learning the outtakes later, I enjoyed it as a kid because you felt their chemistry, how good it was. But now later as an adult, learning all that stuff, that they were best friends. And it's like, it's really cool. Like, it's really yeah. a great so show. Good. In February of 91, primetime changed formats to something vaguely resembling a variety talk show. Bye-bye. Studio audience. Bye-bye. Vince McMahon and Bobby Heenan hosted this version of primetime. Do you remember the live Lord talk show amazed. audience version of it? Vince would always wear his fucking muscle That's tank an tops and shit like that. Yeah, like... He and uh, fucking, well, he was shredded, right? He and he made he made the Titan employees stay after work to be in the crowd. So it wasn't wrestling did he fans really? with Such the fucking executives. Yeah, he made them fucking stay so they could do the the filming. So it was like fifty people behind them going and cheering, or whatever. And it was Mcman and Heenan and Vince would always after his workout after his work day. Yeah, all, right, team, all the I, fucking. I know, I know, I know. The day's over, but I gotta get. I, yeah. gotta get you guys need to stay an extra really two hours happen. so we could film fucking. You guys excited? Wrestling. You guys excited yeah. for the tape? You're gonna be on yeah. TV. Yeah. Are you, are you ready for I, I'm making thing? millions. Oh, you're yeah. not, but stay. Yeah, it's so true. Aww. Aww. that's not nice. But I remember that small time. That's where Flair debuted in the summer of '91. It was with that crowd. He came out there with Heenan and McMahon and did his whole first promo. Yeah, they were. Uh, Flair debuted on Primetime Wrestling. And uh, it was similar to like WWE's old Tuesday Night Titans program. Uh, Primetime's final format uh, debuted on November of 91. It featured a panel of WWF personalities, including they they did the uh, the long table thing, you know, where they had the big table and everybody sat around it. That's what it was at the end. Yeah, Randy, Mr. Perfect, Jerry Lawler, Slick, Sergeant Slaughter, (laughs) Jim. They did Mr. Perfect. uh, Mr. Perfect turned face. Remember when Perfect came back at Survivor Series 92? That's when he turned on Bobby Heenan. He's like, ha he's so, a wet so, weasel. And he so Vince, the water Vince was the, modi- the moderator, uh, moderator, sorry, for the panel of all this. You mentioned being a moderator for all of this, like, just 300, 400-pound people. Like, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to stop them from 
putting their hands on each other. I think Vince you, deserves uh, that for fucking oh. booking it to begin with. So he should be the moderator and fucking suffer. Get drowned yeah. out by Heenan and Perfect the, and all them. The final episode of Primetime aired on January 4th of 93. Monday Night Raw, Raw replaced the show. <laughs> I'm like, Raw, uh, and the time the following week, which... Yeah, I, I remember no. that that show too. At the end right, of it, Vince did no this speech, and he's like, uh, "Vince did the speech. He's like, you know, primetime wrestling will cease to exist as you know it. We're starting something new, uncut Monday Night Raw." And the next <sighs> week, they were in the Manhattan Center for the first ever Monday Night Raw. And welcome back, everyone, to the very last segment of the very last show of primetime. And we certainly would like to take this opportunity to thank you for your support through the years and. We certainly hope you have enjoyed some of the more memorable moments of past prime times. And we certainly do invite you to join us next Monday night, live from New York, from the Manhattan Center. It's going to be Monday Night Raw, Gorilla. The Big Apple. What a... You couldn't have picked a better spot, Vince. Of recognizing Air it live. So, you know, prime time was taped. Right. All of it was. And then, like, now it's like we go to live in a week. Um, like they're like oh, raw gonna, is live, live right yeah absolutely and there was nobody in but it was literally this like single floor of a building put as many people as you could into it and then get the cameras on and go live and watching things like i'll stop by i don't know the one two three kid beating razor Ramon, manhattan center people yeah. freaked oh, out yeah. Man, yeah in the manhattan center totally different way of pushing the product that and instantaneously, by the way, like within months, within months, superstars of wrestling, their Saturday morning show, which was their flagship show and pushed everything was not anymore. It was Monday Night Raw. It was gone. So, yeah, like the slot Vince made. I don't know what he saw. And well, we see what we, he saw now. But that's what a visionary he was back then. He was like, we need to make our flagship show this live Monday Night Raw thing. And it has to be. And then, like, they started doing it, and then USA got really comfortable we, with them because they're like, well, dude, you're, just, you're the only show putting slot, on 2 million right? viewers here. Like, you know, yeah, and then that's we, when... Yeah, we, we have a primetime slot. What Are we, are we going to really do something with it, or are we going to yeah. mess around? What and it's doing? crazy, man. And, and, and you know, Superstars limped on for a couple years after and then was canceled eventually. But, I mean, like, it, sure. it's crazy to think that Raw came from primetime wrestling, this slot on USA Network that they just thought, well, it'll be our third show. You know, because they had superstars, they had a wrestling challenge and all that. It'll just be a fun show. We're, we'll do shit with our footage that we don't normally show anybody else. Uh, Hercules will fight Haku for 30 minutes on fucking primetime, you know? And it's like, they weren't going to show that anywhere else, you know? But it's like, they just, that's what they did. And then after Vince is just like, we're going to fuck this shit. We're going to do a live program and it's going to be our number one show. It's like, excuse me? Like, and it just happened like that. It's so weird. Like, Well, primetime was like the toes in the water of changing the wrestling persona forever where... Or rewatch wrestling, unless it was a pay per view, it was a superstar versus a prelim. Primetime started to break that barrier, and then when it's a raw, you're like, "Oh, we're gonna see superstar versus superstar in primetime," and like all the time, it yeah. It and it changed wrestling forever, yeah, forever. Like you, if if like you go to Raw today, you go to SmackDown. I don't, I don't see a Jim Powers personified person wrestling. Um, I don't know. Um, I beat Brian Uther. Blair. Right. It's not happening. It's not happening anymore. So it, it completely changed the landscape. 100%. Jumping Jim. Um, jumping Jim. Brunzel. Either Here of the is. bees. Huh. Pop, pop, <laughs> no, just just, just one. 
just one button. <laughs> I, I would get excited. I, I wanted to do this and, and our companion to this that'll be released a different week. I did WCW Saturday night too, because they were two shows that like I remember like watching vividly, like in the early nineties and stuff. And it just like I remember the smell in the air and like everything, the all you know what I mean? Like everything they were I was younger and like I just will never forget like those shows that hooked me. You know, now you know, a lot of kids can say Monday Night Raw. Because Monday Night Raw has been on for 85 years. Monday Night Raw has yep. been on the air. And like, it, it's just, uh, it's like, so people only remember that. So I'm kind of proud that I'm like, listen, man, I came from the syndicated television era, fuckers. Like, the only live stuff Prime we got time, was, uh, was like the pay per views. And then, then they treated us to the mi- live main yeah. events. You got 88, Clash of Champions. And we got Clash of Champions. Yeah. And we got Clash of Champions, unless you bought a pay per view. So it's like, this is, you know, this stuff was, man, my childhood, this primetime wrestling. And uh, I'll never forget. I'll never forget Monsoon and Gorilla. Like, they were just the best. Fantastic. Like, they were the best. Not even a question. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For the OWP, this is... Cuz the uncle, just huh? you know, whatever you are, Craig. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just keep thinking, Uncle Cuz and Dave signing off, man. Have a good one. Will you stop? Stop. <laughs>